You are listening to another episode of Love and Kobo, a podcast about life, love, and money. I am your host, Sakura. Love has been on my mind a lot recently, not only because it's February and there's Valentine's Day, but also because my husband and I have been binge watching Married at First Sight, 90 Day Fiance, Divorce Court, and Cheaters. So there's just been a whole lot I've been consuming recently regarding relationships. So I figured February was a good time as any to talk about love. So today I wanted to talk about some things that helped me when I was single and still dating and also helped me when I had to decide who to marry and to accept my own husband's proposal. So in no specific order in terms of greatest to least important, let's just get started. So the first thing is to be real about who you are. And I mean this in a lot of ways. So number one is Something I remember reading many years ago that stuck with me was there was a mother talking to her daughter and she was about to go out on a date. And the daughter said, man, I hope this guy really likes me. I really hope he likes me. And the mother said, well, I hope that you really like him. And that stuck with me because I remember that when I was first dating, it was very important to me that the guy liked me. And I don't know if I ever really cared about whether I liked him too. It was almost like if he liked me, then I liked him too. But it seemed as though what was driving it was the fact that he liked me. So I thought that that was, um, when I heard that mom say that, it really struck a chord with me because I said, you know, that would make a date less nerve wracking if I'm going there thinking, oh, I hope I like him. Then that way you can kind of freely be yourself during the date and you're not wondering about through every motion you make or every word that you say, you're not wondering, oh, I hope they like me. I hope I didn't turn them off. I hope they like me. The ideal is for you to be able to be yourself fully and that person still likes you. And if they don't, while it may not feel that great, it's best for you to be with somebody that's as excited about you as you are about your own self. So it's not only for just your own comfort level when you're dating, But also, if you're being yourself from the very beginning, if you're being yourself from the very beginning, then you don't have to worry about that imposter syndrome that sometimes comes when you're wondering how they feel about me when they get to know the real me. Well, if you've been the real you from the beginning, then there's no worry. An example I'll give of that is there was a friend of mine that when she was with a guy, if she would stay the night at their house, she would keep her makeup on all night and she wouldn't wrap her hair. So normally if she was at home, she'd wrap up her hair at night like most brown girls have to do. And she wash off her makeup like most people do if they want to maintain good skin. But if she would spend the night at a guy's house that she was interested in, she said that she would keep her makeup on, make sure she slept on her back so that her face wouldn't hit the pillow and have the makeup wipe off. And she would keep her hair out and then also just pretty much sleep like a statue for the whole night so that everything would look perfect and that she would wake up looking the same way she did when she fell asleep. Now I understand that and I'm sure that that's something that most brothers would appreciate because 
You want the girl to look the same way she did before midnight as she does when the sun comes up. So I totally understand that. But if you think about it, at some point in time, that man is going to need to see your real face, possibly your real hair. He's going to know and see the real you. And I think the earlier he knows that, the better. I don't think that the brother wants to get that surprise in month 12. But of course, that you have to balance that, right? Because you don't want to come out the first day you're hanging out with somebody and you have holes in your sweatpants and you ain't brush your teeth and you have on your bonnet. So I'm not suggesting that either. But if you're at the point where you're sleeping on your back like you're in the mortuary and your makeup is on and your casket fresh, I mean, that's, you can't maintain that for too long. Another example of that is my own. So for me, my faith is very important to me. And that's something that really permeates every area of my life. So when I was younger in dating, I wasn't as comfortable living out my faith as I am now. Now I'm totally comfortable. But when I was younger, I wasn't because there weren't a lot of people other than my family that were as into church and faith as I was. So I just kind of always thought that my faith would be something that scared a man away. By the time I, I met who was then to become my husband, I was fully comfortable with being who I was because I said, I know that when I'm married, I want to be able to talk about faith with my husband. I want to be able to go to church with my husband. That's something that's important to me. So that's not something that I want to spring upon somebody later. I remember that in the beginning of me and my now husband's relationship, the very first weekend that I had spent at his house, I went to church that weekend. It was a Sunday. I woke up, I started getting ready. He asked where I was going because I think he thought I was leaving early. I said, well, I'm going to church because I remember before I even came there, I told myself, Sunday comes, you're going to church. doesn't matter where you are. You're going to find a church in that area. So then he started getting ready. He said, well, I'm going with you. And that wasn't even something that I asked of him to do, but he came with me and has been going and has been going to church with me ever since. And that's something that we still do as a family to this day. And so not only did he learn from the very beginning that my faith is important to me, but I also learned from the very beginning that that is something that was important to him too, and also something that he would support me in. The second thing that I think is important is to know what you don't want, but to be open-minded. So say if you know that I want somebody that has went to college and is currently gainfully employed. If you know that, then at the very least, if somebody's coming to you that didn't go to school and is working at McDonald's, then that's somebody that just is not on a roster. I think that having, at least knowing what you don't want, helps you to weed out some people that are definite no's. At the same time, be open-minded. Because sometimes people have rigid lists like, I want him to have gone to college. I want him to be an engineer. I want his salary to be 127 thousand five hundred eighty dollars and sixty six cents a year and then I want him to I want him to drive a 2019 Mercedes-Benz that has peanut butter interior and I need him to shave twice a week at 5 30 p.m and he needs to be wearing sweatpants while he does it it's like okay girl that's 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 a lot so I do believe that you should be selective but also be open-minded. If he has a good job and he happens to be 5'7 and he gets his shape ups every two weeks, I mean, you're good. So definitely, I believe that you should 
have some type of criteria because just anybody should not be able to make the cut, but you do have to allow room for the person to be human. Now, when I first started dating, I was somebody that just believed that anybody was a possibility because me in general, I see the good in everybody and I see the beauty in everybody, which my husband always gets on me about because it's hard for me to say that anybody's ugly or anybody's terrible. And he'll be like, no, this person's ugly. They're terrible. And I just don't see it. I see the good in everybody and any person I could find beauty in them. And so when I first started dating, that was the same approach I took. So then I wasted more time because I didn't have as narrow a filter as I should have. A third thing that I think is very important is that your relationship just has to be perfect for you. And the main place where this is tested, especially now with the social media, is being able to see other people's relationship. How many times have people been in a situation where you might think that your man or your girl is good until you look online and see what somebody else's man or woman looks like and what they're doing for them, then all of a sudden what you have doesn't look as great as it used to. So yeah, you might look on, on Instagram and see that this girl is traveling every week. Her man is giving her Birkin bags or whatever. And you're looking at your coach bag. And you're looking at the fact that the most recent place you've been to is Great Adventures. And you're like, who did I marry? In my opinion, if the only thing that makes you unhappy with your relationship is the fact that it doesn't look the same as someone else's, then it's not necessarily a problem. If you're unhappy with your relationship before you even get to compare it to somebody else's, then you might perhaps be truly unhappy. But when you look at, say, the girl that's traveling every week or her man's buying her stuff, you don't know what's behind those the scenes. You don't know if he's blacking her eyes every day. You don't know if those trips are to compensate for him cheating on her. You don't know any of those things. All you know is what you see. And that person may want to trade the real love that you have for her bags any day. So you just never really know. So I think that if you're okay with whatever your significant other is bringing to the table, then that's all that matters. It has to be perfect for you. They have to be able to complement what your life looks like, what your personality is, and that's what's most important in my opinion. The last thing that I'll mention is that time is the best revealer of a person's true character. Time. Not snooping through their phone, not setting them up to see what they'll do in different situations, but time. I remember when I would first meet guys, and a lot of women do this when you meet a guy and you're wondering, is this the one? Will it go somewhere? You want to know immediately if this is the person. But truly, the only thing that could really reveal that is time. Because, yeah, everybody can be great in the beginning, but... Over time, you'll start to see. You'll start to see how that person acts when they get angry. You'll start to see if that excitement that they had for you in the beginning is still there. You'll start to see if they're consistent. You'll start to see if they mean what they say. The truth always comes to light, especially comes to light when you have a long period of time to observe what's going on. So I think just observing a person's character over a period of time will let you know for sure who that person is. And I know that it can be frustrating because you want to know upfront before you even invest your time, but every relationship requires some level of investment. And it won't be long before you figure out who they are because as I said, nobody could really hide their character for years. 
But it's important that during the time you spend with somebody that you actually observe what's going on because you don't want to have rose colored glasses because you're just excited. You met somebody new. They look good. They're feeling you. You're feeling them. And then you kind of throw caution to the wind. You always want to date with your eyes and your ears open. Pay attention to what you see and also really listen to what that person is saying because they're going to reveal who they are. So those are just a few thoughts that I had about love today. As the month goes on, we'll continue to have more conversations about relationships. As always, if you have any podcast ideas, questions, or anything at all, send an email to loveandkobo at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at loveandkobo. All right, guys. Later.